Hey y'all, welcome to Chatting with Coach Amy, an encouraging podcast for your journey. Hey y'all, welcome back to Chatting with Coach Amy for another edition of Me, Myself, and Darlene. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> so fun. So fun. So Darlene is one of my clients and she is one of my admins and she's blessed. She's just doing all the things that I don't want to do anymore, <laughs> but she's so good and she doesn't know, but, um, I have a lot of questions to ask her when we get done with this little podcast, if her kids are happy, <laughs> she's so good with all the numbers and the figuring outs and the thoughts. I love it. Thank you, Darlene. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my great pleasure. Love it. love it. Okay. Hit me with your best shot, man. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So we're back doing some more of the questions that were asked and I tried to be a little bit more organized, but oh, it's all good. have to forgive me if, um, the listeners out there, if we, um, you know, double back on some that were the first round, I thought I got rid of them, but we will see. Okay. okay. Maybe they weren't ready to hear that answer that day. And they're yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think that that's perfect because I think that's what happens. Um, okay, so let's say, let's do some of the, some of the plan questions first. All right. So um, a lot of the questions that were turned in, I think I mentioned this last time, are about like sustainability and being able to like do this for the length of time that you're doing it. So these are a little bit on there, but a little bit more specific. So how do you stay encouraged or how would you, I guess, advise someone to be encouraged when you're the only one in your area? It Mm. sounded like more in your, not just in your home, but just in your area that's doing Trim Healthy Mama. Man, I would imagine that would be really difficult. I am super blessed that there are a lot of people here um, that do THM. So it's not weird. I mean, people still look at you weird sometimes, but I don't really care. (laughs) Um, Don't bother me at all because I'm super healthy. Thank you. Um, but it is great, you know, at church, there's a handful, um, you know, the baseball field, they're always, even if they don't do THM, they are watching me and they like, (laughs) is that an overnight biscuit? (laughs) You know, yeah, it is. Um, but I do feel for people and you're, you're that person, you're that girl, Mm -hmm. you're all by yourself. Um, I would say in Nevada over there. Um, so, (laughs) you know, I just think, you know, that's where the either, you could do this for free or for pay. So get involved on my free socials. Of course, I would love for you to do that. Follow along, be encouraged. Um, or, you know, the main THM group is a Facebook group. If you don't have Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um, if you don't have that, there's YouTube. Um, and then coaching is excellent, in my opinion, because you're going to build relationships, uh, group coaching specifically um, for this when you feel alone. Um, for my program, you do have to do buds first to go into blooms, but once you get into blooms, it's it's very inexpensive in my opinion for what you get, and it's consistent. Um, and it can you can do that subscription as long as you want, um, and enjoy the camaraderie of a lot of ladies that are in the same you know mindset as you, right? Yeah, I I would one hundred percent agree with that because. I didn't think in buds it wasn't because I, I feel like I was a little bit more just kind of quiet when I, you know, but then with blooms, you kind of, I don't know, I would just recommend that even if you're the shy person, you still, you kind of come out more in yeah. the blooms. You find the same people that you can connect with. Yeah. So, I mean, it does, it feels like there's no one here, but there's so many, so many everywhere. Yeah. And also, I mean, if you're really that lonely, honestly, in the main Trim Healthy Mama group on Facebook, you can make a post and say, hey, I live, I mean, I live in Summit, Mississippi. That's where I live. Are there any Trim Healthy Mamas that are near me? There's 300,000 people-ish, 250, 300, I don't know. One of those, a thought. Um, yeah. There, there might be somebody right down the road. I mean, Liz and Ashley are like 30 minutes apart, never would have known. Um, yeah. Andy and nope. Talon live in the same town and didn't realize Oh, wow. That. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's really neat. And those are awesome of my girls. Um, they're my bloomsies, but you know, it's, it's just really neat to watch that unfold and watch those relationships, but you don't have to pay for coaching. You can do that all right by yourself in that free Trim Healthy Mama main Facebook group if you want to. Yep. 
Yeah, so many good resources. Like strong arm your your mama or your best friend to do to the gym. <laughs> Golly. Or their own dad gonna do it. I know. Tell them how wonderful it is. That's right. Um, what is your favorite benefit of the trim healthy lifestyle? Oh man, that I don't have to be restricted. And I'm gonna have to have a tour that I can go to the grocery store and get the food that I need. I do order from THM but I don't have to. I can get collagen at Walmart. I can get sweetener at Walmart. I can get meat and vegetables and fruit at Walmart. I can get brown rice at Walmart. I can get the bread that's on plan at Walmart. I don't have to make it, praise God. You know, you know. so you can buy kefir at Walmart. I don't want to go into all that. Y'all know I don't like talking about that, but um, you know, there's so much. Sorry, I have to pay for that. I'm sorry. That's extra. <laughs> um, y'all are probably not listening anymore, but um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, I mean, it's the sustainability of it. I mean, you don't have the left outs. You have to put a little effort to have on plan cookie, but don't, it doesn't have to be difficult. Right. Um, so in the beginning, when you're doing that, because like you just said, so much of it is just whole foods and things yeah. that you can get locally when you're starting out. And I don't know how much you went through when you started, but that detox, that sugar detox, that's preservative packaged food kind of detox. Can you explain like how you managed that? Oh, sure. Or how you would advise to? I, I honestly don't remember having the side effects of the detox like a lot of my clients do. I might have right. six years ago. Um, but I was used to cooking real food meals already. Um, now, I think for me, the hardest thing was fueling that often three meals and a snack. That was not something I was doing. Um, and so getting that in was a little difficult. So, um, but you know, I just really think if you stick with it, you just going into THM from the standard American diet, know that you're going to go through a tough spot. It might be a little difficult, especially if you're trying to get off of, we call everything Coke here, Coke.Coke, Coke Zero, I don't know, all the, all the, fla all the things. If you're having to get off of that, you know, you, you it, it might be difficult. <laughs> um, so you may just say, I'm going to hold on to that for a minute, trying to get my food straightened out and then do that. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um, it doesn't have to be all or nothing with Trim Healthy Mama. Um, you can do things in stages because what you, your end game is that you, you get 100%. It doesn't matter how long it takes you or how many times you have to retry. Um, just taking everything a little bit at a time is best, in my opinion. Yeah, perfect. no, that's great. Yeah. And I think that's perfect because you've said that before. Like this, we, the part of people say a lot of uh, start with breakfast or start with one meal. But that is, I think, a good way of putting it too, that if there's the struggle, maybe that needs to be after you've kind of accomplished some of the other things. Yeah. Another thing, <laughs> a lot of people, um, especially like one-on-ones, on their goals, they'll have that they want their family to be on plan. I'm like, whoa, sis, we got to get you on plan first. We ain't worried about them right now. And, you know, it took, it took years for me to do that. My kids still aren't on plan. So, you know, slow your roll on that. It's a wonderful, it is a wonderful goal and thought. In reality, it is extremely difficult. And that's coming from somebody that's been a trim healthy mama for six years and a coach for three and a half. I had to kind of get on to my oldest because she's been taking the boys to the gas station after school and letting them get candy bars. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, girl, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> she was like, yes, ma'am, I'm sorry. Like she didn't even, <laughs> I, I know, I'm an idiot or whatever. I didn't say that, but you know what I mean? I was like, the boys tattled on you. She was like, oh. <laughs> she's when you not, have that range too. Over, even, overhear me. What? You have that range too, which is perfect. I mean, it's not like you're only experiencing older teens. You have smaller children oh, too. Yeah, are... down to a first grader. <laughs> it's hilarious. It it's hilarious. is. It yeah. is. But I always love when you say that everyone needs a Bella. Yes. Oh, I I Can't wait for the Bella. <laughs> yeah. You'll have her. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Okay. Let's go to some more of the stuck. There were several stuck questions. Okay. People feeling so did you, I know you've talked about this before, but have you ever felt like you were stuck in your season at any point? 
Um, as in with white a cloth? stall. Yeah, like with a stall, <laughs> um, kind of an idea. Okay. <clears throat> yes. So um, that has definitely happened. Um, right now, I cannot come up with a date range. So sorry. But what I did is um, I use my tracking tool, which I teach in coaching. And I simply <clears throat> am looking at my timing. How's my timing look each day? Am I having fuel pulls? Because I explained this yesterday, actually, in Buds and Blooms. Um, you know, having those fuel pulls every day in, as my afternoon snack has kind of become my norm. Um, but what I'm doing there is balancing my caloric load of the day. What THM does not teach us to count calories. I have never counted calories in my life and I am not going to start, yeah. but the fuel pull is a lower calorie meal. So my perfect time to have that is my afternoon snack because I don't need as much, but I need some protein to keep my blood sugar stable and my metabolism revved. And it's a great segue into my dinner. So, you know, I just think that's a great thing to do. Um, and it's what I did when I did hit a stall. Another thing that happened, I actually had a gain um, fall of late summer, fall of 2020. My adrenals tanked. How do you know your adrenals tanked? Because there's a test that tells you if your adrenals tanked. And you talk to your doctor about that, DHEA. Um, also, we realized that my thyroid was not doing what it was supposed to anymore in hormones. I've talked about this at, at length a lot. Um, <clears throat> but I had to get medical help. And I have found that with some, some clients, you know, they are at a stall or they're 100% on plan. They're doing their exercise. They're watching their water. They're getting their rest, having their veggies, but they're still not losing weight. And, you know, sometimes there are some tweaks. Sometimes they're hiding things for me. Sometimes, you know, they're having their S meals include cream cheese and cheese and full fat beef every time, you know, so there's a lot of things. There's a whole lot of variables, but sometimes they just need medical assistance. And I can't do that. Um, I just can tell them you might want to consider this or this, you know, to do. <clears throat> yeah. Cause that search can, can take a minute too. So make sure giving them time, you know, themselves knowing that this might take time to yeah, be able and to I have that. some that, you know, I've been recommending the hormone panel, the thyroid panel for a year. And they finally, after a year, I mean, after a year, um, you know, and that, that's so discouraging sometimes, but I'm so proud of them for not giving up, you know, sometimes we're just not ready for that kind of stuff and that's okay. But I've, I've done my best to stand by them and stay true to my promise of helping them as a coach. Um, cause some people just aren't ready to do stuff sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So since you're maintaining for the, the most part mm -hmm. now, um, what would be your number one tip for, the women that are out there that are, have hit maintenance mode, but obviously want to still stay with the trim healthy lifestyle because they feel better and they yeah. have all these other benefits, yeah. but they don't want to, um, go for free for all lane. So what would be your number one tip? That don't say, well, I'm at maintenance. I can do whatever I want. You're going to end up right back where you were. Um, and there's also, in my opinion, there's a lot out there that think they can just have crossovers at every meal. You'll also gain weight. <laughs> That's tandem fueling. I don't do that. Um, I did get sucked into the crossover vortex a few weeks ago. Um, and my weight did go up some and I've, I've got myself out of that. Uh, and so I'm back to where I was. But, you know, for me, I'm 41. I'm on hormone replacements. I go to CrossFit twice a week. I feel pulls almost every day for my afternoon snack. Having a crossover once a week works for me. And that's what you have to figure out what works for you. Um, there are a lot that need just S, E, and F, P. Um, there are some that can do more than one crossover. And it also depends on how your, what your crossovers look like too. Mm -hmm. So this is the example I give clients. You can make a crossover with the amazing crossover, however the heck you pronounce some chips. X-O-C-H-I-T-L. And I still it? can't find that all y'all keep talking about. And I'm like, I can't oh, find it. I, I haven't made it to Nevada or something. They, they might not have, but they're really, really good. So say we have a bed of those chips and then we have full fat beef, that seasoned in taco meat. 
And then we put a huge wad of guacamole and a huge wad of sour cream and beans and salsa. And I don't even know what else you could put on there. So you're like maxing out your carbs and your fat is pretty high too. Did I say cheese? I should have, if I didn't. Cheese, they put that on there too, of course. And it's all melty and amazing. If that is what your crossover looks like every time, that's not wise in my opinion. Once in a while, fine. I mean, it actually sounds super delicious, but it's not beneficial to me. Like I don't, I don't think I, I probably wouldn't be able to eat very much of that. And I'd be aggravated for all the effort I put into it. So, um, <laughs> you know, also there were no non-starches I mentioned in there. Salsa, okay, fine, whatever, but no. Um, so, you know, I think being wise with your crossover where you have your e-meal and you add butter or you add cheese or you add avocado, that's a little bit of a wiser crossover to me. Um, and then you could start with an S meal and then you add, you know, I would rather actually make an S meal an S helper and just add a half of a carb source. Um, to me, that just makes more sense. I don't, I don't know that I could eat a full carb source with an S meal. I don't even know if that makes sense, but for some reason I'm having like a, whoa, I don't think you can do that thought. So, yeah, you know, if you do want to have those crossovers more than once a week, maybe just remember to be super wise with them while you're in maintenance mode and even in weight loss mode. Um, I had my mini blooms, my mini blooms, they can do a three week or three call two week session with me. Um, only offer four a month, <laughs> but um, four different ladies a month, but she came to me, she's in blooms, very active, but very frustrated with herself because she continues to go off plan because I mean, for lack of a better term, she does have the left outs, you know? And so I said, well, how would you feel if I gave you permission, if you will, permission, little quotes to have a crossover once a week? And she went, I think I'd be just fine. And she's doing great. She has had a couple more crossovers than we kind of agreed on. That was her goal or whatever, but she didn't go off plan. And she had been consistently going off plan and getting mad at herself, you know? So if that's what it takes to keep you on plan, having a crossover, do it. Just don't expect dramatic weight loss. Can it happen for some people? Sure. In my opinion, will it happen for many? Nope. <laughs> Well, like you said before, maybe that's the way you rein it in. Like with the soda you were talking about, like maybe that's the way to rein in the off plan is that's the baby step to get to the, yeah. Is the crossover. To me, yeah, they are super delicious, but honestly, like I want to eat everything that's on my plate and I use a salad plate and I want to be able to eat all that. I can't do that with a crossover. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I can't do that, but that's just me. Yeah. Do you think that with, uh, like you said, limiting your crossovers in maintenance mode, has your exercise changed since then? So like when you be began as a, in your story, you, you started CrossFit first, but is your, is your exercise always been the same from weight loss into maintenance or have you changed well, it? Well, I do things that are heavier and I am faster. So I have improved over time for sure. Um, I was actually one of the CrossFit coaches that was there when I started saw me at a birthday party. And so y'all, my before picture is what he knows me as. And he was like, whoa, hey, wow, <laughs> you're done great. You know, and it was really nice to hear that. And um, yeah. that was, it was really sweet, um, <clears throat> you know, and like even looking at before and afters and I've had other people that, cause there's several um, people there that were there when I started and they're so kind to encourage me and compliment me, you know, but yes, things have improved. Have I changed the way I eat? No. Um, today I'll be honest with you peoples. Okay. So I went today, it was a really tough workout and I really had a hankering for an S helper. I really wanted a piece of buttered toast with my eggs and bacon and veggies and berries really, really bad. But I was like, you know, you can do that tomorrow if you want to, but today try to see if you can just do a plain S. And I was like, okay, girl, I think I can do that. <laughs> That's how I talk to myself <laughs> because that tells me if I, if I really need it or not. And I rarely consult my feelings when I'm fixing my plate, which some of you might need to check mm. out in yourself just saying. Um, but when I, have, when I have that kind of that hankering for that S helper, not that it would have been a bad thing. I don't know. I just really like sticking with the SEFP. I just feel better. That's a really good way of putting it. I like that. Thanks. Writing that down. 
the consulting your feelings. We don't have yeah, to. Always I do, do not. That. I do not consult my feelings. No. <clears throat> Cause I think I know that happens for me. I'll get something and I'm like, this sounds really good and I'm making it and it's fine. And Oh, but maybe I'll put a little extra cheese on there instead. And I'm like, okay. That's and I know it's just feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't need it though. It tastes good without it. And I think that's another step in the direction of separating food and comfort. Yeah. It should not have any place in that realm of your life. Food is fuel. Can it be delicious? Yes. Can it toot your horn? Yes. Should it be in control of you? No, that's what's wrong. I refuse. I'm in control. (laughs) I don't want anything else to be in control of me. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, the, as far as your exercise goes with the, do you ever have where you're just not motivated? Cause I know you work hard, like CrossFit's hard. Well, at least it, it's intimidating to me. <laughs> My husband is that the, he loves that kind of those kind of workouts. So, um, do you ever get, is it hard to get up and go? Do you ever have that motivation where you have, you have to make yourself or is it come now yeah. to where? Yeah. And I would say that part of, uh, the, the reason that, I don't um, skip more is because of my class. I I love to be around those people. And I also love the way I feel after a workout. So those two things are what keep me motivated. Not necessarily my gains, like my muscle or um, getting my heart rate up for 30 minutes. I go because I love the people. I like hanging out with them. And I love the way I feel when I leave the gym. Um, and I only go twice a week. A lot of people think I'm a five-dayer. Heck no, <laughs> Amy ain't doing that. Um, and you know, there's a lot of times when I back off of things, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go like today. I have totally in the last month just used a barbell during a workout when I could have loaded it up and done the RX weight could have. Sure. I didn't need to, I didn't feel like I needed to. And I am totally, I don't have any ego in that place. Um, I did, I know, I know what my body needs. I don't want to hurt my adrenals. I don't want to boost. I don't want to raise my cortisol. I just want to stay chill. And, um, sometimes I do go heavy, but sometimes I don't. And I like having the freedom of that. And there's sometimes when there's like a, um, a movement and I, I just, if there's somebody coaching, I'll just look at them and say, I'm going to do this today. And they're like, okay. And we all joke, we pay to be here. We can change it. You know, (laughs) it's a joke, but um, you know, it's a similar movement. You know, if it was front squats with weights, I might do air squats, you know, different things like that. And I think that's awesome too. It's like kind of what I know you teach to be able to listen into your body, Yes. you know, and what your body needs food wise, but it's kind of the same idea with your exercise. It is. is. That if you're, if you're tight, a little bit tired for whatever reason, that's still off. getting the movement in is yeah, but yeah, being if you're okay tired and, and yesterday, I don't know if I told you this, I took a good old nap yesterday on the couch. I was not, she, I know, you know, I wasn't feeling very good. Um, and I did, I laid down to watch HDTV, bless it. Cutest little show. Um, but I sacked out and Wes put supper and I missed a call with makeup call with a one-on-one that I made on my, it was all my fault. I was like, I'm so sorry. She was like, girl, it's all right. It's okay. She was so sweet. But, you know, having that rest. And so today I just kept considering, how are you feeling? Are you okay? You know, and kind of go back and forth. Yeah. So when you, um, do you ever have times where for supper, because I know you do a lot of prep, you teach us how to do a lot of prep. You're in the kitchens are great for that because you're showing us how you can do it in a, you know, a, a slot of time. Yeah. Do you ever have moments where your morning gets away from you and you're like, oh, I have, you know, six people I have to feed (laughs) for dinner. Do you have go-to, like a go-to plan when, if that comes up? And I know you try to avoid it. We all, I think, try to try to avoid that. Oh, absolutely. I would say our go-to would be tacos or spaghetti because for me, like we can go get the meat out of the freezer and, you know, run it under the water, let it detach from the bag. You put it that in your skillet, put a lid on it, kind of let it steam through. It does not take long to cook. I already have taco seasoning or chili too. That's another one. Those, what those three um, would be. It. Um, you use our. I have the mixes already done, um, and we usually have stuff that we can figure out. I mean, sometimes we've done tacos and not had a lick of cheese, but they they didn't die. It's fine, you know. <laughs> 
have more, have more fat-free Greek yogurt that's plain instead of sour cream and cheese. There you go. <laughs> you know, and they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and that does happen quite often. Right, because you're busy. That's the thing. Yeah. When we're busy, sometimes our brain how many hours? Do you, how many hours do you think I work a week? I don't know. I couldn't. I, I, I think it's immeasurable. It'd probably be, yeah, it'd probably be easier to count the non working But I don't. <laughs> might be a little easier to estimate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the so part of that is your menu planning. How much time do you think you spend per week planning out your meals for Writing the week? A menu? Oh, it yeah. Takes 15 yeah. minutes. 15. Oh, oh wow. Okay, and then like I, I don't know how much when you're doing your um for coaching, tell us how you do that. Like and I think it was funny that's what I noticed in the last Facebook, you were talking about that pick one cookbook, Yeah, you know, pick, yeah. pick one cookbook and go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... So I start off with an S or an E and an E breakfast. Um, sometimes I do consider clients. So I'm like, let's do an egg free S, you know, recommendation, or, um, let's think about bulk cooking or let's think simple today, you know, that kind of thing. And then I just go to lunches. And what I'm going to do there is just look at the single serve section of that cookbook. I pick an S, I pick an E, I move on. And then I go to two S suppers, two E suppers. I try to pick two ground meat and two chicken. One has to be a crock pot. And um, it's, I just pick it. It does, I don't consider my feelings. I don't consider my family's feelings. Apparently they're not interested in menu planning. It's my job. So peanut butter and jelly is waiting for you if you don't like what's here. That's how I feel. They all eat all the stuff though. I've never really had to do that, but. Yeah, and I know that can be that can be something. I know that's something that I've experienced with some, and it's obviously by meal too. Like obviously, some people like certain things more than other things. Um, so just trying to be able to balance the teaching. I don't know that whole like just great. This is just food. This is just dinner yeah. tonight, and it, it might not be your favorite, but it's your sister's favorite, and yeah. this might be your favorite. You know, and kind of get them to understand that. They're not like you were saying earlier. They're not going to be the most amazing meals all the time. Not every time, for everybody. Nope. Yeah, and it's okay. Do you feel like when you go to? Um, <laughs> just so funny how we do that. We think of so many things based upon our feelings, and so it's just it's it's very interesting right. to try to take that out. Yeah, that's food freedom. Being able to separate that, I think that is true for food freedom for for sure because. It can control, it controls. I mean, that's why I have a job, <laughs> you know, but it controls so many people, um, you know, and I think it's rubbing off on my kids. It, it, I thought about this the other day. Bella has her birthday party next week. And I was like, what do you want to have for food? She's like, I don't care. Pizza's easy for you though. It's fun. Like she does, it's not, you know, not like it has to be this big, huge, I mean, it's her 18th birthday. I was like, you don't want anything like a little specialer. And she's like, well, I don't care. <laughs> okay, great. Pizza that is. <laughs> You know, Check. that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. No, I can't. That's that, that it gets me excited because when people, sometimes when people don't have an opinion about it, oh yeah, they make, you know what I mean? I'm like, that'd be yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Less opinion is so much, so much nicer. <laughs> do you have time when you, or do you even do this when you go to the grocery store? There's so many things out there nowadays I see, and I don't see anything on like most socials but I see people with all these things that are on plan that are convenient, more convenience kind of foods. Do you, do you take time to peruse when you're in Walmart or to see if there's certain things that might be, or do you have, do you, do you not? Sometimes do I do. Yes. Um, but, um, not frequently, maybe once a month I do. <clears throat> and when we're, we are in Sam's, I do, I pick up a lot of packages when we're in Sam's. <laughs> Um, and I probably, I would say once every couple of months, I will do that. Yeah. I just don't like a lot of package things. Um, they have a lot of fillers. It's probably going to be personal choice. Um, and even if it is 100% on plan, it's probably going to have inulin or chicory root, which ain't going in my mouth because it'll cause the toots. And I don't want that in my life. <laughs> it was funny because I was looking and like, I remember there being a personal choice item question. So that was um oh I think that's what they were kind of asking was that sometimes it's hard to keep track of what's considered personal choice and what's not 
And yeah. so just yeah, kind of what that's what I think that. learning the off plan ingredients, which I teach in coaching, um, you know, I think learning yeah. how to read a label and know, and, you know, if there's a word you can't pronounce, it may be totally fine, just a little preservative or something. But if you're unsure, just don't get it and make something or, you know, I know people get annoyed sometimes because they don't drink coffee, but have a collagen coffee and be done with yourself. You know, like <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay. Are there any meals that keep get you excited that motivate you sometimes maybe like if you're feeling like in a slump or something, as far as that fatigue goes? Yes. You have some that, that gets you excited. Yes. You probably know my collagen coffee plus my mango. If I feel bad, that is what I'm going to have. If I'm down, like emotionally, if I'm down tired or sick, mango is happening somehow. So yes, for sure. That really makes me feel better. Um, I don't know. I'm like, nothing else do I really go to everything else. I mean, it's just all food, but yeah. I love mango. And I think it's because of the feeling that I get, you know, just like the feeling that I get when I'm around my CrossFit friends or, you know, when I, after I get through talking to Bud's ambulance on Sunday night, it takes me forever to calm down because I'm just so excited, <laughs> you know, and I've gotten right. to talk, I've gotten been able to talk about my favorite thing. Um, you know, it's tiring, especially buds. They have so many questions and then blooms. It's more of a relationship with each lady and helping them work through more mindset things. There are some planned questions that come up or just reminders or whatever, but, um, you know, we're working through atomic, atomic habits right now. And, um, it's just some really good stuff, but, um, yeah, that feeling, I, I was like, where was I going with this? The feeling that I have with those relationships is the feeling that I do get from the nourishment of the mango and singing canary too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do love a little square of my 90% lint and I, I don't know how this happened, but an 85% bar made its way into my pantry and I did not know it was 85 and I've been into it last night and I spit it out. I was like, what is this? And he was like, Wes was like, I your chocolate. And I was like, oh, it's so gross. And um, so I was like, please tell me, Lord, that my, something happened. And, and this is just not my 90, please. Because if I don't have my 90, what am I going to do? And um, it was 85. Isn't that strange? Because you would think the 85 would be better than the 90. It's not to me. But that's a beautiful testimony right there. That time, time gets you so like into these things. I would have never think. bought that. I, I think I just started buying that in the last six to nine months, to be honest. So that's new for me in the realm of my six years. So yeah, so good. Yeah. Because I think that that's discouragement because is it ever going to change? Is like my, are my yeah. taste buds going to change or is something, yeah. you know? And, it, and that's another thing I can pull from Atomic Habits. And I've only, y'all, I've only read the first three chapters. And I have, my life is so much better for it. It takes time for changes to happen. And they have to be little ones every day, just a little, a, a better decision every day. And that's across your entire life. So if I can just encourage anybody right now with that and just being more on plan is just don't stop. The, one of my favorite um, illustrations he used was there was this dude with a big old rock and he wanted to break it in half and he hammered it 100 times. And just say, I don't think this is the exact thing, but this is kind of how I feel about it. He walked away and just say some other dude walked up and hit it the hundred and first time and it cracked in half. So old dude lost the beautiful opportunity to just see his goal happen, break the rock in half, you know? So if you just have to keep going, cause you don't know when that transition is going to do, you know, it's going to click and it does. Man, it does. Um, don't give up. Keep promises to yourself. Like I don't write these themes for nothing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So good. Yeah. It is. That is that's so good. That's so good. Okay. So this was a funny question, I thought. Okay. <laughs> Do you ever get bored with eating the same freshies? Nope. <laughs> you knew I was gonna say no. I did. And it was so funny when I read that, cause I was like, and I'm not making fun of the question being asked because it's true. Cause again, it's that thing, um, of repetitive, like it's just, it excites but, me because I yeah. can, there's stuff I can put on my plate. That's like zero. It's like nothing. It's nutrition. It's water. It's colors. 
I love it. Sometimes I do change it up. I'll put some baby carrots or tomatoes. I love the colorful carrots and tomatoes. And they usually come through in the fall. But um, yeah, I love it. When I get my little sweet pepper bag, I'm like, I want a red and an orange and a yellow. And then I'm going to put some green cucumbers. And, and then I'm going to have some blackberries. And I've got all those colors, <laughs> you know? And that, that's how I feel about it. But it makes me happy. But I did not consider my feelings. I think that's what this when hopefully we'll tell people this podcast, you know, I, don't, I just don't, I eat it and I go on about my life. I'm not contemplating how I felt, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. And like we just talked about with your taste buds changing too, like you said, it, things start to taste different. Yeah. And I will never forget. Exciting. I heard Danny on the podcast years ago, talk about how a cucumber was sweet. I was like, he's lost his mind, but he's right. It is. Yep. It is. Yep. My children were like that, that like the idea of the cucumbers, when I started getting the mini cucumbers, mm, I got the, okay. And I'm like, oh, they're sweet. Like really, like if you just, just eat, like, it's not like a broccoli, a raw broccoli. Yeah. You know, I love broccoli. Yeah. And so now I have to, if I break out that bag, there's usually a trail of people that want. Oh yeah. My boys take one to school every day. Yeah. My dogs even like cucumbers and peppers. (laughs) They fight over the little ends, Larry's. I trim healthy dogs. <laughs> dogs are on plan. Dogs. Um, all right. How are we doing on time? How much time do I have? Probably, probably one or two more questions. Okay. Okay. Since I take forever to answer things. <laughs> <laughs> so some of these are fun. Some of these are fun. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. I'm nervous because we talk about a lot of things. <laughs> she's gonna ask me. Have you ever thought about writing a book? <laughs> After writing that cookbook, ugly word, no. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, if anyone would like to write it for me, that would be fine since y'all all think you know me so well. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh, I thought that. Yo, what do you think I should? I I, don't, I think it'd be exciting. Shoot. Well, not maybe the right the the making of, but Mm-mm. we'll see. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get half these kids at graduated now the house first before I do anything else like that. <laughs> so I guess why that I thought that was an intriguing question too is what do you think or who inspires you? Like, do you have a person that inspires you? Because I think that's when maybe that person who wrote that asked that question, but some of these more life oriented questions, I think that's that you're such an inspiration to so many on so many different levels, like the connections. And it's not just the food, same with the lifestyle. It's not just the food. So that's why I thought that was a great question because I think that, that you are. And so people like to hear your story. They like to hear what you have to say about your journey to encourage them. So if you had somebody that you would say inspired you, who would that person be? I don't, we talked about this in Sunday school a couple of weeks ago. So I'm prepared, um, kind of. So for me, it would not be one person at all. It's, it's a lot of different people and they're, you know, things that I admire about them. I mean, I admire them as a whole person, but there's always something that rises to the top, you know, Um, and so, I mean, like my mom and dad, I mean, my dad, he broke his neck when he was 33 years old in a hunting accident. He's been paralyzed since then. He's a quadriplegic. And my mom, how old was she? Late twenties took care of him. And it's, it's amazing, you know, just to see the way they've done that. They've had bad days. They've had great days. They've had very scary days, you know, um, but they're still rocking and rolling and it's just you know, she was dedicated to him, but he also had to be dedicated to living his life. And there were some really low days for him, but, um, you know, they just kept pressing forward. And then, you know, um, there's other people in my life that I just admire for their, you know, just their Christian walk. And then, um, just good parents, you know, ask them questions about that kind of thing. My watch wants me to take a walk. I can't yet. Um, and then I really look up to Serene and Pearl. I mean, as Trim Healthy Mamas, I think they are great ones to look up to. And I am very fortunate that I have a relationship with Pearl. I mean, Serene, I think she might know who I am, but 
Pearl does know who I who I am, and that that's really special. And I I don't boast that. Um, I don't like have her cell phone number or anything. But <laughs> you know, it's just special to me that she and Serene take time to get to know those that take time to come to see them or, you know, I mean, it's just really sweet and special. They're touchable. She, she takes time to encourage people in that main THM group. It is precious. Um, they do these, those podcasts for free. Um, that, that doesn't happen very often and they are truly, yes, they're making money. Yeah. They deserve it though. I'm just saying my stars and stripes, they deserve it. Um, I wrote a 26 recipe cookbook and if Darlene wouldn't have helped me, I would have said, just kidding, not happening. And I'm looking right here at all the books that they've done of all of them right here in front of me. Um, and the ones they're going to do, I mean, just that alone is incredible. Not to mention all the other things they do. Um, so yeah, I would say my parents, Pearl and, you know, just, just people in my life that I admire. I mean, you, I admire you, Darlene, because you, you went through your husband. Can I say that? Is that okay? Yeah. Your husband yeah. being deployed in the military, home with your four children, homeschooling them. Um, and I know you had a little bit of help, but you did it like you rocked it. And I know you have bad days because I was with you all year, <laughs> you know, but it's just incredible. I don't know how I would do with that. West Gaskin not being here. Um, so yeah, that's how it's the answer. journey that walked before us, you know, that they, you can see somebody who's examples, that. examples of people yeah. being true and steady, um, even though they have bad, I mean, you know, we all do, everybody has bad, but if you can kind of get yourself out and always ask for help, I have a friend just this morning, she was like, I'm not doing good. I just need you to check on me. Oh my gosh. Being so, being vulnerable. That is a huge character trait that I think is helpful to see others do you know and I I'm honest you know I'd be like y'all it is not a good day <laughs> I am struggling you know yeah so being honest and vulnerable I think is a really good attribute um you know when you're looking at people's characteristics and people you want to look up to yeah that's good it's true how old were you when that happened to your dad I was in the sixth grade sixth grade so how, what's the difference with your, your brothers? Don't you like they were, so they were little. They too. were in third grade. Third grade. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. That's phenomenal. Yep. Um, let's see. Let's see. So do you have an accountability partner then? What we would call a partner? What would yeah, you? Yeah, all of my one-on-one -on -one clients <laughs> that can see my eight app in real time. I even have one that if I haven't put stuff in, she'll say, hey, yo, where's your lunch? Because I like to see what you're eating. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I, I might have taken a picture with my camera or I just didn't put it in eight app yet. And so, yeah, I would say my one-on-one -on -one clients are my accountability partners. But truly just... Uh, like you're talking about being an inspiration to others. Like I know that that is my place in a lot of people's lives. It's weird, weird, supremely humbling. Um, and it keeps me going. I, I, that is actually one of the reasons why I became a coach because I had, had done the wax and waning of being on plan. Maybe it was a, a few days off or a few weeks off. I always would come back but I was just aggravated at myself for doing that. And I felt like God wanted me to be a coach. And I was like, well, good. At least I'll stay on plan because I'm not going to let people down, you know, that kind of thing. But then I learned to do it for myself. And that just took maturity and growth, I think. But yeah. Well, that's interesting because somebody had asked that too, about when you had that like moment where you're like, I want to do this, the coaching thing. Like when did the, I guess it's more of a spark. Like when did it spark? Because um, then- yeah, so that was probably um, spring of 2019. Um, I don't, I don't think the coaching program had been out very long. I did, we could not afford it. Um, we were up to our eyeballs in a lot of debt and stuff, and I just knew it's four fifty, five hundred dollars. I just knew that was like a luxury we could not afford, and so I began. I, I did an MLM, um, and I did really well with it. And so once we got the debt we wanted to get paid off with the profit I made from that. I said, I'm going to do the coaching program. It's this much. And he was like, that's your money, girl, go for it. And I passed my test in like two days and I made hundreds, 
<laughs> so proud. Um, and I remember my mom was outside. I ran out there. I went, I passed. And she went, well, I didn't think you was going to fail. <laughs> you know, and, and then, you know, I just, I sat right here on the front porch and I was like, I think I'm going to cry, darling. Uh, um, because I had no idea all this was going to happen of a podcast for heaven's sake. But I was like, okay, I'm on the front porch thinking, what could the name of my business be? Because that's like one thing you have to turn in. Okay, you have to turn that into Coach Chris, the name of your business. And um, a Southern and Healthy. I mean, it just came just like that, Southern mm-hmm. and Healthy. And I'm like, yes, that's great. <laughs> so the next thing I know, I've got a Facebook page and they, they recommend, you know, do a little book study. Here's some help. It's so great how they have that set up. And that's what I did. And I've said before, I suffer was a hot mess. I think I had 10 in the group and I thought I was hot stuff. <laughs> Woo, and now I'm like, girl, if you only knew what was coming. Um, it's it's incredible. It really is. I hate that is- to say no to one-on-ones. It really breaks my heart. Um, a lot of times I don't really say no. I just say not now, maybe. <laughs> Um, but it's just because I've been really blessed with that, with people that want me to help them. It's incredible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Just that it came like that too. Like you said, I mean, because that can be definitely, he, he worked out every blooming detail. <laughs> uh, I remember talking to Katie McReynolds about because I used to do monthly group coaching and it was the same thing every time. And these people were paying for it every time. Like Carol, God love her heart. She paid for the same thing over and over. She's like, no, but your lives are different and I can stay the accountability. I'm like, okay. So I remember talking to Katie McReynolds. I said, I think I'm going to do something separate. I said, and I, I want to figure out what to name it. So we're talking back and forth. And I, she was like, well, you love flowers because she and I always talk about flowers and send each other flower pictures. And I was like, buds and bloom. She was like, yes, that's it. <laughs> and, and that was it. That was April, no, August of 2020, I think, maybe 2021. No, I can't remember. Anyways, um, it feels like a lifetime ago, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was just neat how God just did that. Names names of things are really important to me. Um, and a lot of people are yeah. like, what's this buds thing? I'm like, oh, it's just a cute name for my program that you have to do to be a bloom. And bloom's just a cute name for accountability and... <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's perfect. And it works perfect for you. It really does. I mean, just even looking behind you at the moment with what you have. Yeah. And it is, it surrounds you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Over here, I have blame where you're planted in full bloom. Yep. All the things. There's another one, but I think it's covered up by my Easter sign. (laughs) So does that, is that something you would say brings you joy is flowers, like you were saying. So it's, Oh, yeah. This time of year when they start to, we actually start yeah. to see them. I'm actually going to work in my front flower bed tomorrow. Very excited. Part of my mother's day. A little early, but that's okay. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Wes told me this morning, he said, do you want to go to the nursery and get plants? I'm like, uh, yes, I'm going to call your mom and get her assistance before we go. <laughs> I need her to help me figure out what I do. Does she, is she just like got a green thumb? Oh, or man. Does she just- oh, man. Amazing. So they used to live next door to us. And when they were building that house, it was right before Wes and I got married. And so when we would come home on the weekends from college, we would help them in their yard, get things planted. It was one of the most amazing times because, you know, when you're in college, it's just like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to have enough money to to eat? And do I have enough time to do work and school? And, oh, I'm married. Hi, husband. You know, all that. Um, And so coming here, they just took care of us and, you know, took us out to eat, which we didn't get to do. And so we worked hard. We helped them and planting all that was great. And my, my mom and dad love flowers too. So I was used to that. Um, when they moved from their house, they live in our backyard now. About five years ago, we moved them back here. Um, so we dug up a bunch of beautiful purple iris and canna lilies that are way taller than me, different colors. And yeah, it's, yeah uh-huh. I love flowers. Very much a part of me. And uh, every Southern girl's got an azalea in her yard. And you've seen mine. This huge rose of white azaleas. So they they did not bloom near Easter, which what what they're supposed to do, in my opinion. But they didn't. They were a little early this year. <laughs> well, I think that's precious, though. I mean, it really I think makes the story of what you do like that growth, because oh, yeah. you are you're starting with you're starting with so many people that are fresh and new to the lifestyle, but then you're watching them grow and change oh, through man. blooms. 
and even with I mean yeah like I you had said, a more message, lifestyle. yeah I had a message just yesterday I just bought a size medium leggings coach Amy the last pair I bought were an extra large and I had to get the extra large because the large was not happening and I cried and I just yeah. bought a medium you know that's amazing and she's a group client you know it a lot of people think oh well group's not gonna get me anywhere it will if you participate it will yeah Another thing about my childhood and flowers, I was thinking this just the other day, um, butterflies have always been special to me. And I kind of had forgotten about that. Um, my mama, when she passed away our senior year of high school, um, she, my mom and I kind of wrote this little poem and stuff and found some different little things. And um, I got to choose something from the flower arrangements after her funeral. And I chose, it was a butterfly and I have it in my little hope chest. I need to get it out and put it in here. Um, but I had, had not remember, I don't know why I thought of that the other day, but I did. And um, so that's just really special to me. And so my logo has a butterfly made of flowers. If you look really close, that's what it is. And speaking of childhood, again, one of my childhood friends is the graphic designer that did my logo. So it's just really special. We, we weren't best friends or anything, but she was always a special person, very kind to me and sweet and so anyway, it's just really neat how all that, all that happens. Yeah. It's just fit together. It mm -hmm. does. It sounds and like I've never God talked is... about any of that. So y'all are getting fresh content y'all. <laughs> oh, so, so good. It's so good. And like, it's, I mean, even how you mentioned Carol, and I think so many of us think that, that you could say the same thing about those freshies on your plate. <laughs> and some days, some days it's like, I, I thank you. Thank you, Coach Amy. I needed that reminder that this is what I need, you know, and so there's, it doesn't seem like repetitive. It's just yeah. because sometimes we have to tell yeah. ourselves this thing. That's right. I was with a local one the other day and she was like, I forgot all about okra. Like, I just forgot about okra. Thank you for reminding me about okra. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, you're welcome. So problem. <laughs> funny. So what do you I think? think? I think it's about time to close it down. They're probably like, come on, I need to go in the <laughs> store. I want to finish this. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> I need some more water too. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I love doing this. This is fun for you to be the interviewee. No, interview. Yes. Yeah. E, I'm the E, you're the er. <laughs> well, thank y'all for listening to another episode of me, myself and Darlene. <laughs> I gotta find all my buttons. Bye, y'all. Bye. Y'all have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, hit subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast listening app. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, y'all.